0: Welcome to Urban Forum Northwest with your co-host Hayward Evans and Eddie Rye. Uh, We're going to be talking with a number of people today, and we're expecting Congressman Andre Carson to call in a little later in the program. But to start off, we have a person who's been an activist in the community for a number of years and has uh, led quite a few organizations. Matter of fact, right now she is the vice president or the vice chair of the C.L. Martin Luther King Jr. Organizing Coalition and I might add that all of the officers are women. Mm-hmm. Shade Moore is the, is the chair or president. Uh, Jean Buskin is the secretary, and Tana Yasu is a treasurer. And Kale Shannon, who uh, Evans and our guest today is a vice chair or vice president. Is it president or uh, chair, uh, Kale? Um vice chair.
1: Vice, vice chair.
0: Okay. Of the committee. And you've yes. been involved with with the committee for a number of years. Matter of fact, for you look a very, very
1: long time. A few a
0: few decades. <laughs> a decade. And yeah. uh, you know, uh, we just finished uh commemorating the, the 1963 March on Washington uh last month on the 28th of August at Mount Zion. And uh so this just turns right in now into organizing for the 2020 very significant event that's gonna be happening on January 20th in 2020. And uh yeah. the, the organizing coalition is starting to meet. So why don't you just give us our listeners that don't know much about the M L K, formerly known as the CL Martin Luther King Celebration Committee, but the Seattle Martin Luther King Jr. Organizing Coalition. So uh, speak to our listeners like they don't know anything that's going on, although Haven and I are OGs, so we've been around for a while. <laughs> so, okay then, Kale.
1: So, you know, so it's the you know, annual MLK event that is held every year on Dr. King's birthday. And so... The committee gets together, you know, different, you know, different uh, individuals, you know, different backgrounds. They have organized, you know, faith organizations, labor organizations, community organizations that uh, participate every year, and it's, you know, usually have you know thirty to forty people that are you know that are coming to the coming to the meetings and getting involved and and you know coming up with the things. For the you know for the event um, you know we have you know we have several subcommittees logistics program um, volunteer fundraising uh, workshop
0: so,
1: so there's a number of committees uh, um, that we have and you know we really encourage um, folks to you know folks to come out and participate and be involved um, this year the event. The first planning meeting is actually next next week, next Tuesday, September seventeenth, and it starts at 630, uh, 6.30 p.m. to eight eight p.m. and we'll actually be meeting um, at a new location, Langston Hughes in the central district. So um, everyone is welcome, and we really really are encouraging um, um, young people to you know to be involved. Um, and in fact, we had a number of young people uh um uh, participating uh last year so um we're we're really we're really sticking with that theme of really um you know passing the torch on uh to uh get more young people involved so everyone's welcome to you know to come and participate it's you know it's always fun it's always like coming home um every year every year that I go back and participate it's always like coming home and just you know and just um Putting together this awesome event with your family, so um, everyone's
2: welcome to uh, to participate. So please come out next week. K.L., for our listenership, share with them the number of people that y'all have because you, look at you've been doing this forever, as long mm-hmm. as I can remember. Amen. Not saying you that old, not as old as Eddie and I, but <laughs> you've, been, you've been around forever. But share with the listenership that the number of people that are out there because it's just fantastic.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know this. You know the the event on the on the day of the event. You know we usually get between I want to say between five to you know eight thousand people that come out every year for this for this event, which is held at Garfield High uh, at Garfield uh, High School in the in the gymnasium, and so you know you know we you know we have an uh, awesome program, but we begin it we we begin the the day with uh, the workshops. But we've also added the, um, um, the the job fair that you that you and Eddie um, Eddie and Hayward have uh, um, implemented, and it's been very successful. Um, I believe you know maybe two three thousand people come through there to the job fair. Is that if I'm if remember correctly?
0: Well, the number's That's a little high, but you're close. Yeah, you're yeah. close, but you yeah. But it. you know, Kale. Now that you mentioned that, I do want to mention that uh, John Birchie and Christina Van Middlesworth. Uh, right uh uh rolita batiste uh uh uh, and i'm I'm gonna leave somebody out but we will have them on probably next week but because Mm -hmm. this meeting was coming up it was essential that we have you on the day so people who are interested in working and in the spirit of dr martin Luther king jr right you know and want to work with the committee that's open to everyone uh there's a code of conduct that must be adhered to and everything is done in a a democratic fashion so uh, in, uh that once again that's gonna be at Langston Hughes uh yes yeah, from 630, 6.30 p.m oh 630 p.m okay yeah uh,
1: September, yes that uh, that uh Tuesday September 17th
0: okay so we want to make sure that people know about that yeah. now the other thing is that at one time there was a pretty a pretty dynamic website uh is that still is that up right now for people who can go yeah, um, the, yeah
1: the, the the website is up and you know we're gonna you know um you know, we're going to be doing what we were doing last year, um, you know, with, uh, with the website, you know, you know, we have, um, some young folks that are, you know, working on that. And so, you know, we're just excited about, um, you know, what we're going to, what we're going to do this year. Um, and so, you know, again, if, if, you know, if you want to come out and participate and just, you know, help decide what the theme is going to be, please come out. Um, and, you know, it's, you know, we're we're looking to do some exciting things this year, and as always, you know, um, you know, we'll be marching somewhere, and at the at the end of the event, we'll share a meal. We always share a meal; it, it has become a tradition to share a meal, and you know, we make sure we make sure that everybody's fed. Nobody, you know, nobody leaves without getting fed.
2: And, and KL, can you give us just an indication for the listenership? Because I know you have well over a hundred volunteers. Active volunteers. Yeah, get...
1: yeah, yeah. I mean there's a lot of volunteers that, that
2: Leanne know, Batterman yeah. does a good
0: job on that one. Yeah. Yes, she does. Yeah, we have, we have
1: <laughs> the, the veterans, you know, we have young people that come out and we you know, we 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 really get a lot of young people that I mean people period that you know that that volunteer that day. And yeah, like you said, yeah, the, the, the
0: veterans. The, the, right. Have um, bets, Robert Johnson, Robert, yes. Robert Stevens, yes. and uh, those guys. They show up every year, uh, and yes. they have to be commended. And yes. uh, yeah, they're they're still the last people standing in the SVI building, which is yeah. now going to be the McKinney Center for Economic and Community Development. And wow. so we're going to be trying to solicit some support from the members of the coalition so that we can return to having meetings there under new ownership. Yes. and okay. leadership. Please so. Do. Please do. Yeah, so we, we're working on that, so it's on, it's going to take a minute or two because, okay. you know, go through all the bureaucratic process. Uh, so of course. So that's just some of the things. So, Kel, I, look, I want to uh, thank you today uh, uh, for your time and also your service to the community. And uh,
2: we'll be seeing you on the 17th. On the 17th. Langston yeah. News. Go ahead. And, K.O., can you just mention a little bit about that youth program? Because it was absolutely fantastic. Young people singing dancing. dancing. Uh, I think it was Ibex. Like, um, I- w- w- yeah,
1: we had a um, – there was um, a number of young people that performed. I believe – I want to say um, one of the groups that performed last year was uh, Northwest Tap. Yes, um did. Um, there was a couple groups. So, you know, again, you know, we're, we're really highlighting – uh, young talent, young folks. So, if there's anyone that wants to perform, you know, please, you know, please come and put your name in. You know, let us know.
0: All right. Well, Kale, we certainly will be following up, and we'll be having Sade and the other folks on uh, as we go along the process of organizing the uh, the uh, this year's the 2020 event. Yes. And that's going to be on January 20th, too, huh?
3: Yes.
1: Yeah,
0: and 2020 yes. is very significant. Boy, everybody need to get registered to vote. There you go. Because yes. this everybody, time, your state legislators, will be, yeah. they will be, de- yes. de- uh, they'll be drawing the, the district lines for the next ten years for the congressional seats. So it's more yeah. than just the state legislature. It'll be the presidential election as well as the lines being drawn for the, uh, for the for g- congressional districts for for the 2020 elections. That's right. And we know we definitely so, need to make some changes there.
1: Yeah. So people need to get out and, you know, register, vote, and vote. you got to vote. It is so crucial. we got to vote.
0: All right, What? Well, thanks okay. a lot. We appreciate well, you. you. We'll see you Tuesday yeah, at Langston Hughes. I uh,
1: appreciate both you know, both you and Hayward. You guys are always, you know, out there in the community uh, doing this work and, and just want to acknowledge that as well. Thank you both. Thank you both for your uh, leadership and wisdom.
0: All right, then, KL. Kale Shannon, vice chair of uh, the Seattle Martin Luther King Jr. Organizing Coalition. Our next guest is a friend of mine by the name of Dadabudu Dash. Uh, brother Dash has been real busy working for civil rights. He's a member of the Washington State Commission on Asian uh, Pacific American Affairs. And in addition to that, he is co-chair of the Washington, India Trade Action... Help me, Dash.
4: Yeah, (laughs) take India. Do we make some action comedy? Watch
0: track. Okay, watch track. Okay, and uh, they've been doing some big things. Brother Dash has led uh, trade missions to India. He's also hosted dignitaries. I was involved in a program in May when he at the University of Washington, along with Sandeep, the uh, dean of the engineering school at UW, hosted. uh, Ambassador Council General Sanjay Panda from San Francisco, and I was able to give him and his wife the official Martin Luther King Jr. County logo pen. Yes, and I <laughs> hope to be able to give a Howdy Modi, <laughs> Prime Howdy Dim- yes, yeah. I hope to give the the Prime Minister of India a pen as well because of the relationship and the uh, the what Dr. King used. He got from Mahatma Gandhi, and that was civil disobedience. And nonviolence. So, uh, brother Dash Hayward Evans, I want to know a little bit about what you're doing with the uh, with Watch Track, and uh, give us uh, some of the background on yourself.
4: Yes, um, uh, Prime Minister Modi uh, recently uh, got a five-year uh, public mandate, and now uh, his party is having a majority in both the houses, both the lower and upper houses in the Indian Parliament. And this this happened uh, uh, just uh, earlier this year, and uh, that's why uh, he is, when he planned to visit uh, Houston, this is the first time an Indian prime minister is visiting a a city outside Washington and and Los Angeles. And uh, the Indian community, 50,000 of them, getting in in Houston to have a huge uh, greeting for uh, welcome. Mm-hmm. The Prime Minister. And at the same time, the organizer has requested uh, congressmen and the elected members of Congress uh, to come and have a meet and greet, having one on one with uh, Prime Minister Modi uh, on Sunday, September 22nd, uh, at uh, the NRG Stadium. And that's what uh, Wasitrak, is part of the organizing uh, committee, uh, is participating there. Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, I'm happy to say that I've been invited by the co-chair, Brother Dash, yes. and was able to get uh, a Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee and Congressman uh, Al Green to participate on the 22nd. Uh, yes, Brother Dash, fact, I need you to do me a favor. Congressman Andre Carson just called in. I was trying to get him down there too. Can yes. I can I get you to hold on for a minute to buzz you right back? Either sure. way,
4: yes, yes, I can hold you. I can hold it.
0: Okay, because I, I, I'd like to introduce you to him by phone, as a matter of fact. Okay, sure. let's go to Congressman Carson right quick. Congressman Andre Carson. Dr. Rye. All right, Hayward Evans, my co-host, and I are here, and I'm ready to catch the red eye uh, to get back to uh, D.C. But I can't uh, wait
5: to see you. I can't okay. wait to see you, yeah.
0: Okay, but, I, I, you know, there's a gentleman on the line, too, that's listening in. His name is Dadabudu Dash, and he is a co-chair of the Washington-India Trade Action Co- commission, Dash? It's,
4: it's committee. Committee. But, but, but anyway, yes, the
0: big thing is, Congressman Carson, is that the Prime Minister of uh, India is coming to uh, Houston, and uh, the, oh, commission- yeah, saw that. the committee asked me to invite Congressman Al Green and uh, Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee, and also extended the invite to uh, Congresswoman yes. Eddie Bernice Johnson. And it looks like uh, Congresswoman Lee and Congressman uh uh, uh, Jackson, the Congresswoman Jackson, will be there on the the twenty second. So that's just some big news, and this guy is doing some fantastic work. Because you know, thank we- you
4: so much, Congressman, to be there because this is a this is an honor and privilege for all of us to have you there to personally meet and greet uh, our Indian Prime Minister, and he would be he would be delighted to have you there. So we are so grateful to you that you you finally found found you, <laughs> you found time to be there. So we yeah. are so grateful to you,
0: Brother Dash. This is Congressman Andre Carson. This is not Al Green. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to, but our Congressman, Congressman Carson's invited, though. He, he know, Now, Congressman Carson, how did you find out about the event in Houston?
5: Well, you know, there are some of my constituents and, and friends from the South Asian, particularly Indian-American community, um, yeah. who told me about the Houston event. They're very excited. But I also had a conference call with some leaders and the consulate from the Indian American community, who were upset with a press release I did, uh, in, uh, uh, condemning the Indian government for the Kashmiri situation. But I am a friend. You know, the first event, Doctor Rye, that I ever held before organized labor cut a check, before anyone wrote a check, when people were apprehensive, it was conducted by the South Asian community. Indian, Pakistanis, Bangladeshis, Um, and so that that community is near and dear to my heart. But I won't be able to be there with the prime minister. Uh, I understand, I thought he was coming to Washington, D.C., and there were many who were trying to coordinate a meeting with some of us to meet with Prime Minister Modi, but unfortunately I won't be there. But Dr. Green is is an honorable congressman.
0: Yes. Now, uh, Brother Dash. Yes. Uh, now, is a, is a Prime Minister Mahdi coming to Washington D.C. on this trip?
4: Uh, I I don't have uh, knowledge, and he might be, but there 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 won't be any uh, public event. Uh, the public event is taking place in Houston on September twenty right. second. Yeah. But- and, uh, and 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 Congressman, there has been so much of, um, I would say, uh, a lot of uh, low level of awareness uh, about the Kashmir issue. Uh, is going on. There is a, there is a lot of uh, campaigning going on, as if there is so much of uh, unrest or injustice going on, but that's not correct. That if the fact is, Kashmir is an internal, internal part of India. It, uh, for the last 70 years, it has been uh, the money has been spent from the government of India budget. No, no other nation has helped help uh, spend spent any money for, for Kashmir. Mm-hmm. So the. The issue is inside the aspect which is an integral part of India, it's part of the Constitution. But there are so many uh, stories being cooked up, and the uh, media is just blazing hot with all those kind of stories. So
6: okay.
4: uh, I hope uh, the Article 370, the controversies about the Article 370 and 15, which was a temporary part of the Indian Constitution, it is India's Constitution, nobody else's. So they... And they did it constitutionally. They didn't, they didn't abrogate the uh, the article uh, just by an executive order like our president does this year. It was all okay. done by two-third majority in both the houses
0: constitutionally. Okay, okay, okay Brother Dash, so. we got we got to go back to the Congress and <laughs> find out what's happening in Washington, D.C. Thank you for the narrative on what's happening yes. over in India. But uh, we wanted yes. to also hear from Congressman Carson. We would on... like to
4: have a public participation and community participation. We did that with Congressman Adam Smith here in Bellevue uh, just mm-hmm. last week. Okay. Oh wow! Wow! Yes,
0: yes. Yeah, he's That's also awesome. my Congressman, Congressman Carson. Adam Smith is the me- my member, and he yeah, he's was uh, he was on the program yeah. last week. He yes, was on the radio. But uh, Congressman Carson, let us know what's happening in Washington D.C. We hear so much stuff. We really don't know. You guys just got back. What are the priorities for you legislatively?
5: Well, you know, healthcare care is an issue that I'm focused on and many of us are focused on, Dr. Rye. You know, whether it's defending the Affordable Care Act, whether, whether we're tackling rare diseases or improving access and lowering the cost of health care. I think, as you know, and you've been at the forefront of this fight for, for decades, uh, the lack of health care access and overall wellness is a huge barrier uh, to economic mobility and our, our overall well-being, so we need to tackle the root causes of these challenges. You know, for example, when we, when we were just meeting with the actress Alyssa Milano and she brought in some, some, some activists uh, dealing with the Rare Disease Act, you know, Dr. Rye, one in ten Americans are living with rare diseases hmm. and don't have enough resources to treat their conditions. That's why I, I, I just recently introduced the Bipartisan Rare Act and Representative Richard Hudson of, of North Carolina uh, was the co-author, and you know it, that that kind of legislation that we're working on it it's seeking to help agencies like the Center for, for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, and NIH to help them better study rare diseases. Uh, we're, we're trying to address um, maternal mortality, and I think we have to continue doing the work to reduce maternal mortality. I think America's rate of Maternal mortality, you know, you have women dying during and directly after the birth of a child. It's extremely high compared to other industrialized nations. Um, uh, we, we're dealing with food deserts. Indianapolis has a, a, a high uh, food desert uh, issue. We're trying to tackle those things. You know, a lot of grocery, traditional grocery stores have pulled out. And I know even in parts of Seattle there are food deserts and you know the nearest way to access the nearest stop to access food is either through a truck stop or a gas station and you know the markup is triple the normal rate and they don't really have the healthiest options so we're, i'm preparing to reintroduce my food desert act yeah. to address this issue which would essentially uh, it authorizes the US Department of Agriculture to create a state operated revolving fund that will issue low-interest loans for new and existing grocery stores. And so those are some of the things that we're talking about. But I think in the immediate future, we're trying to stop and prevent another government shutdown. Uh, Hopefully the president, with his uh, approval rating now at 39 percent, will see it best to work with Congress to make sure we can fund the government We don't need the kind of uncertainty with over, you know, 800,000 federal workers. Uh, We don't need the uncertainty that exists with contractors. And I think that kind of uncertainty creates instability in the markets. So, you know, we have a president. I should be asking you a question, Dr. Rye. Do you think that uh, Donald Trump is a one-term president?
0: I hope he doesn't make it through this whole one right now.
5: <laughs> if you had to call it next week, given your expertise and wisdom, There's, well, there
0: is—I don't think—I think the American public is fed up with Donald Trump.
5: Even now, is there buyer's remorse out there, Doctor
0: Wright? I, I think quite a bit. I mean, you got the thirty-five percent is going to be with him no matter what. Okay. But most of those guys are Steve Bannon type people, uh, and uh, uh, whatever the rest of those Nazis' names are, uh, the bright bards of the world—that's that, his constituency. That's it. And the man is making a mockery of everything. The latest thing with Bolton walking out because he's inviting the Taliban. But Congressman, what I can't understand, and you're on the House Intelligence Committee, correct? Yes, sir. I can't understand why Saudi Arabia is not being held responsible for the carnage they caused in New York City and other places on 9-11. I cannot understand why American taxpayers are paying for the carnage that was created by the Saudis. I mean, they were trained how to fly planes in the United States of America, getting twenty-five thousand dollars a week. If that had been a brother, he'd have been arrested the first week. But I can't understand why we these people are dying. They've been dying for eighteen years from what Saudi Arabia did to us, and I just can't understand. It's like I can't understand. As soon as they mess with uh, Bin Laden, uh, Saddam Hussein, and 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 uh, my man in Libya, wasn't no Americans dying while them guys were doing what they were doing? But we got to be holier than thou and go over there and get a bunch of people killed over nothing, and we've been getting them killed for eighteen years, That's and it's right. time to stop it. So anyway, I'd like to have you comment on that before I go to Hayward.
5: Well, I think you're absolutely right. I think that uh, um, Donald Trump is, is 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 a very artful marketeer and a marketer, but I I'm 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 troubled that his inclination for political expediency. Is really damaging not only the world's reputation, but it's dividing our country. We're seeing a rise, to your point, in white nationalism, and and white supremacy. Uh, it it has been dormant in many respects, but I think its its rise has manifested itself in the mistreatment of black and brown communities vis-a-vis police departments. I think we've seen greater discrimination in the workplace against whites, browns, blacks, LGBT brothers and sisters, and others. And so I think his divisive nature, my hope is that it will not prove to be fruitful. I think his strategy will collapse. In mm-hmm. fact, Republicans have lamented to me, as they've done to you, mm-hmm. uh, their embarrassment at at, at, at this president. Uh, I wonder, though, Dr. Rye, might there be some silver lining in all of this? And will that silver lining have to deal with kind of us re-engaging with how we elect our leaders. Will we will we elect another CEO-style type person, or will we go back to seasoned politicians? Will we go back to executives, i.e. governors and mayors? Or will we go back to legislators, or just overall people with political experience? I, I'd be curious to see how that plays out.
0: I would like to see somebody that's a humanitarian first. Okay. Uh, fair enough, fair enough,
5: <laughs> fair enough, fair enough.
0: But I also want to ask Brother Dash if he has any questions for you before we click off.
4: Well, uh, I don't have any question, but uh, I just would like to. Uh, we would like to create of the customary situation in, uh, in the international scene because uh, I personally feel that there is a lot of mischaracterization uh, taking place here. Uh, people need to read the history, the timeline, because since the independence in 1947, the creation of uh, uh, this uh, Kashmir and the wars and the occupation, uh, part of the Kashmir occupied by Pakistan. But whatever is happening as far as the U.N. resolution in, since 1950, uh, it is an integral part of India. So I would like to send the details which we presented to Congressman Adam Smith. I would send that through you, um, Brother uh, and if, if it can be, it can be disseminated, or if it can be distributed, or if it can be uh, shared uh, mm-hmm. in, in a. In that a would forum. be helpful.
5: That'd be very that helpful. Be you know, really I, helpful. I, I I just yes. don't think that a unilateral move here is the best course of action. Uh, as we've seen, with, when when other world leaders act unilaterally, I think the consequences yeah. can be devastating for our world's security. Absolutely. So and you know, this is not especially a, concerning when you have the diminished willpower. For cooperation amongst nations, even though that is not surprising under this administration, but I think for me it's also especially concerning when we're talking about Pakistan, we're talking about India, two nuclear powers, might I ask, might, might yeah. I add? But you know, any of type of, of mediation about. under this president, I think it would really be a departure from historical <laughs> no. U.S. policy. So, in the context of the Kashmir dispute, it is not
4: going to, not the, going to work. I, I, I am is least expected
5: from
4: at least this president. <laughs> yeah, it is. But the, the most but, important but, thing But, is but, to, but, it's but it's brother
5: Dash, easy. if you would send that uh, information over, uh, we yes, can send it through Dr. Rye. Uh, yeah, that's family. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll be glad to really take a look at it uh, and yes. hopefully gain deeper insights.
0: Okay. But all the yeah.
5: best to you all. Nice meeting you, Brother Dash. And Dr. Yeah, Rye, sure. I'll see you in the so First much. Lady thank you so much, uh, this weekend. But I'm heading to another event. But I want to thank you for the honor to, or for being on your show. I saw my sister, Angela. Uh, she was on my case about something, which which is a good sign. That means yeah. I'm in good graces. So, <laughs> yes, I would love to see you there. And thank you so much for the great
4: cooperation. What, what an honor. honor. Thank, thank you. you.
0: Okay, thanks both thank of you. you. Now. We certainly appreciate y'all. Thank you. And I'll right, see brother. you Bye-bye. tomorrow. Yes, sir. Okay. All right, bye bye. Thank you, brother Dash. We'll Talk to you soon. Okay, that was uh, Dadabudu Dash with the Washington State Indian, Washington State India Trade Action uh, uh, Committee, and Congressman Andre Carson, who's on the House Intelligence Committee, and uh, the Congressional Black Caucus will start their meeting on Thursday today. We'll go through Sunday. Matter of fact, on uh, on Monday, I mean Sunday, Dr. Ife Williams, National Congress of Black Women. Will host their annual brunch at uh, in Washington D.C. as well. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. Hey, what? I'm sorry I didn't get a chance no, to ask your that, question. Okay, <laughs> we'll take a quick break and come back.
7: Step up your commute and ride light. Sound Transit's new Capitol Hill and University of Washington Link Light Rail stations are now open. Get around town faster and more reliably than ever. Ride now from the University of Washington to Capitol Hill in just four minutes or continue on to Westlake Station in just eight minutes. Find lots of helpful information on how to ride, how to get an Orca card, and more at ulink2016.org. Link Light Rail. More stations, more places.
6: At the Port of Seattle, diversity is the source of possibility and strength and we honor our diverse community by expanding opportunities for all people to share in our region's economic prosperity. From the seaport to the airport, we're working to support small businesses, including those owned by women and minorities, and to create quality jobs with lifelong career paths. The Port of Seattle continues to be your Port of Opportunity.
3: Alternative Talk Eleven Fifty, Local Talk for the Body, Mind, and Soul.
0: All right, Eric is getting down on the music as usual. Hey, with Evans and Eddie? Right back at uh, Urban Forum Northwest. Uh, the people you just heard was Data Boodoo Dash from Wash Track and Congressman Andre Carson. Congressional Black Caucus Weekend kicks off, uh, as a matter of fact, today and uh, goes through Sunday. Our next guest is Henry Yates. He's a PR guy for Tabor One Hundred. And uh, TABOR 100 has an event coming up. They do every year. Is it the Crystal Eagle Awards, Henry? Uh,
3: yeah, it's the uh, 20th Anniversary Gala, and yes, we are awarding okay. Crystal Eagle Awards to a number of people.
0: Now, I got the awards before I got into the program. <laughs> Maybe that's because I got one many, many years ago. Yeah. But anyway, Henry, why don't you share the list? First of all, uh, introduction to people who don't know anything about TABOR 100 and let people give an update to the people that do know and haven't heard lately about what's going on. They might not be getting uh, Ali Garrett's newsletter.
3: Okay. Uh, Tabor 100 is an organization that's been in existence for 20 years. It is uh, one of the larger uh, minority African-American-focused organizations uh, in the state advocating for economic empowerment uh, through business, uh, also advocating for educational excellence. Uh, we are having our, our 20th anniversary gala at the Seattle Waterfront Marriott on Saturday, September 28th. It'll start at 5.30, uh, dinner, dancing, uh, auctions, uh, lots of uh, uh networking with uh, luminaries in the community.
0: And uh, this has been a, a – give us – a, Tabor also has a new digs out in Tugwillow, right? they have to open up uh, yes. an office out there?
3: Yes, absolutely. Um, 1700 Fort Dent Way, Tabor 100 has uh, a, a building, um, and it hasn't quite – we haven't quite launched – had our official launch, but – uh, we intend to uh, make that building a place where minority businesses can go for uh, assistance, um, have uh, office spaces, that sort of thing. Uh, we'll also offer it to folks that want to have outreach sessions and, uh, you know, media uh, opportunities, uh, that kind of thing.
0: And. This, uh and getting back to the, uh, the who are the award winners this year, the Crystal Eagle Award winners?
3: Well, uh, this year um, our Lifetime Achievement Award is going to go to a very deserving individual in the community, uh, Lem Howe. Uh, right on. Many folks in the community know Lem. He's a yes. premier civil rights attorney.
0: Well, um, if he, Lem's getting an award. I'll be there. There's another guy yeah. that I like, <laughs> too. Go. They're getting an award that's overdue. Go ahead.
3: Yeah. Yeah, very much so. Um, We are also honoring the uh, three former governors that were the uh, co-chairs of the I-1000 Bring Affirmative Action Back to Washington State campaign uh, and still are very much engaged in that effort. Uh, We'll also be recognizing the new uh, caucuses of color, both in the Washington State Senate and the House, And uh, those caucuses of of color, uh, the uh, minority members of uh, the state legislature, they were instrumental in getting uh, I-1000 approved in the Washington State Legislature this last session.
0: And House Bill 1918, too. Uh, Yes, absolutely. They passed unanimously.
3: There
0: you go. Now, the other thing I want to mention is that it sure would have been nice if uh, uh, Nat Jackson, the sponsor of I-1000, and Jesse Weinberry, one of the leaders that got or almost 400,000 signatures, it seems kind of funny how they're being kind of moved to the back of the bus right now?
3: Well, we do not intend to move them to the back. Uh, we have invited both of them to be there. Table 100 has just uh, made a contribution to, uh, financial contribution to uh, that, that effort. Um, and we are in continual communication with uh, Jesse and Nat uh, they are at every table meeting, and we talk with them regularly and support them uh, in between our meetings uh, and at our meetings.
0: Well, that's great to hear because I one thousand is the reason for the season. Everybody yes, got to everybody got to do that, no matter what any other things on the ballot. It will say I one thousand approve or reject, and that's yes. what people got to remember. Don't be don't be dissuaded by anything else that's out there. Because the Secretary of State says that I-1000 would be on the ballot.
3: Yes, and we have promoted that in our newsletter, on our website, and uh, through word of mouth, and in social media.
0: Now, Henry, give us some more information about the gala. Uh, Can folks go to the TABOR website, get information? How can they get information about the gala? Because they usually sell out pretty quickly.
3: Uh, Yes, TABOR 100. Uh, .org is the website, and uh, there's an opportunity to buy tables on the website, uh, to be a sponsor, and we've got sponsorship opportunities starting at at $2,500. There are opportunities to buy individual tickets at $125 a seat. uh, There are opportunities to contribute uh, auction items. We have a very robust live auction that we uh sponsor as well as uh, a silent auction. Uh this year our uh mistress of ceremonies will be uh African American TV personality uh, Joyce Taylor uh from King TV.
0: Okay. Well, that's that's great, Henry. That is, uh... and, and
3: yeah, and we're looking forward to actually both uh yourself and uh, Hayward being in attendance.
0: Okay, so yes. So you have our tickets covered? absolutely Please. okay that I'm takes. just saying because we're going to have you on the next three Thursdays brother <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. so but Henry why don't you could you share I know Bobby Forge is, is getting a Crystal Eagle Award and then Fly Right Productions
3: yeah yeah. Keith, Keith Williams
0: with Fly Right Production. hey what is um, applauding I am a Fly, Fly Right Productions doesn't, doesn't get credit for everything Yeah. yes indeed yeah, so right. no, I, no, Keith is way, way overdue. He really is. Yeah. I mean, he yeah, has yeah. been everywhere and been doing something for everybody. Yeah,
3: so, yeah. And, and he will be there uh, taking pictures uh, as he is. As, as he's
0: getting day. an award. <laughs> now, who's going who's um, to take his picture?
3: Well, we will have no, a number of people. We will, we will have a photographer there that will be taking Keith's picture, absolutely. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's getting an award. He is uh, a longtime TABER member, and uh, it is uh, long overdue, as you said, for him to get uh, a Crystal Eagle award. Uh, Bobby Torch uh, will be getting an award. He's the state, state Department of Transportation inclusion expert. Um, we also are going to honor James and Sherry Banks of the University of Washington, uh, considered the... Uh, creators of multicultural uh, education, and we are also providing an award to the city uh, Department of Transportation
0: for the bicycle lanes or what?
2: Yeah, thank you. Uh, well, hey Hayward, a of Hayward, waves, uh, used to we'll, we'll live uh, on
0: Hayward used to live on, on Wilson Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> Look
2: in front of my house <laughs> now. <laughs> Hear me? The, the house on Wilson. Okay.
3: okay. Hey Let me uh, not uh neglect mentioning the fact that we intend to hand out uh almost about $15,000 worth of scholarships to uh several students this year. We do that every year uh since educational excellence is one of our main themes. Okay. and uh Well, you know,
0: we a- got to say something for next week, Henry. So, we'll talk about the scholarships and the recipients next week cuz you're all next Thursday. Okay. Okay. Cuz we got we got we got Thanks a lot for the time today. We'll talk to you next Thursday, my brother. Thank, thank you very you, much. Thank you for talking to you. And the scholarships of the young people is the most important thing y'all will be doing all Absolutely. night, okay? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> all right, now, thanks, I Henry.
3: agree with that. Okay.
0: Henry Yates of Tabor 100. Our next guest is uh, Bill North of the Francis B. North Legacy Initiative. So, Bill Haywood-Evans and Eddie Ryan, why don't you share with our listeners a little bit about what's going on with the project, and uh, you've been on before, so people know that you are World Series champion with the Oakland A's, Man. and still has the, uh, the the most stolen bases with the San Francisco Giants. So, as, and he graduated from Garfield and was the president of the BSU at Central Washington uh, was well, Central Washington State College then. Oh, since, yeah. And Ron Sims, <laughs> Ron Sims was the vice president of the BSU. <laughs> oh. But anyway, did I, was that good enough for you, Mister North?
8: <laughs> well, I, yeah, shoot. I'll take anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's fine
0: yeah okay tell us about the upcoming event
8: well we have been in the process of developing uh uh my mom passed in, in 2017 and we got together and decided to do something to uh uh, uh to celebrate her leg- legacy and um uh, it's taken us two years to get to the point where we we're having our kickoff, kick and that's on her her one hundredth birthday, which is September 29th, oh, twenty nineteen. But the main focus of it is, is is to develop a program to help these kids, to supplement these kids, minority youth in their obst- to face their obstacles and higher learning and higher education it's all about the kids
0: <laughs> who are some of the people on the committee uh, mr north
8: well there's um uh, my sister uh uh pastor joe carter who's been my friend since we were about 11 or 12 uh and was very very uh he was like a son to Ma and Joe Staten and Jed Jones and Laurel Winston.
0: Uh Winston Smith. got
8: me in the thing. <laughs> Eddie Rye.
0: <laughs> what about what about Kim?
8: And Kim Crumming. Okay. We're, most of us are high school uh graduating class of sixty six. Yeah.
0: Well yeah, I I I was a little I was a couple of years ahead of y'all. <laughs> A couple. Amen. Don't start no mess, brother.
8: (laughs) He was up there with my brother.
0: Ahead of him, too. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, now, and we're going to be talking with uh, several members of the committee up until the 29th. So between now and then, what can people do to support, assist, uh, uh, and and give us the website information? Because Ms. North had a lot of sons, more than y'all knew and a lot of admirers, uh, because she was always there for us when we needed her. So I just wanted to find out, uh, what can people do right now to make this event a joyous and a successful occasion?
8: Well, what they can do, and it's our job, is to uh, uh, to get knowledge and information to them, and we, you can go to the website, and, and it's developing more information every day, but just to uh, uh, what the purpose is to, to get a coalition of people together to support the the uh, uh, again these young higher education and certificate seeking young people and to kind of, kind of get that in your heart and know that they need help you know and the way that the system is set up it's it provides a lot, a lot of different roadblocks for them, and the fact that lower-income kids are excluded by price from a lot of universities, and have to go to for-profit uh, uh, you know, colleges online and that. So just kind of mm. gain some knowledge and, and go to our website, which is francisbnorth.com and that, but just kind of have a heart for contributing to our community and to our youth.
0: Okay, so I'm the next from- the next uh, two Thursdays you're going to meet a producer and line up the guests for the program, right, for this initiative? Yeah. And then all yeah. the information on Miss Francis is on the website at Francis, FrancisBnorth.com or FrancisNorth.com?
8: FrancisBnorth.com.
0: FrancisBnorth.com. And I think people will be uh, amazed what they see about her background. Uh, she was a trailblazer. She did some things that were, uh, I mean, she had some challenging things, like her and Kay Bullitt, equal opportunity and education and stuff like that. So, uh, Bill North, thank you for today. and I want to make sure that uh, we, you have me somebody for next week and the week after that to talk about uh, my adopted mother and your real mother, Miss Frances yeah. B. North. So well,
8: I- she, yeah she had a spread and, and I appreciate you having me on there's a lot of other people involved in this too but the main thing is that we are trying to gain support and participation to further our community and and anyway the people in the community and anybody from the outside that wants to support us in any way, not necessarily money, we would like to have you involved. And, and if we bring some good ideas and stuff, that's worth money, too. Okay,
0: FrancisBnorth.com is your guide. Go to FrancisBnorth.com, and you'll find a way you can participate. So thank you, Bill North. We appreciate you, brother.
8: Thank you so thank you. much for giving me this opportunity. Okay, now. I love you. Take All care right. of you.
0: Okay, my brother. So uh, we're going to take a quick break and come back with uh, Mount Zion Women's Ministries President, Mary Hopkins.
6: At the Port of Seattle, diversity is the source of possibility and strength. And we honor our diverse community by expanding opportunities for all people to share in our region's economic prosperity. From the seaport to the airport, we're working to support small businesses including those owned by women and minorities, and to create quality jobs with lifelong career paths. The Port of Seattle continues to be your Port of Opportunity.
7: Step up your commute and ride light. Sound Transit's new Capitol Hill and University of Washington Link Light Rail stations are now open. Get around town faster and more reliably than ever. Ride now from the University of Washington to Capitol Hill in just four minutes or continue on to Westlake Station in just eight minutes. Find lots of helpful information on how to ride, how to get an Orca card, and more at ulink2016.org. Link Light Rail. More stations, more places.
3: Alternative Talk 1150, talk radio for the body, mind, and soul.
2: Okay, we're back. Hey, what happens, go right ahead. Our next guest is Mary Hopkins. She's the president of the Women's Ministry at Mount Zion. And uh, Mary, you have a a huge program coming up. Can you share with our listenership what it's about?
9: Yes, uh, we're having a fall uh, leadership development uh, workshop coming up on September 21st. uh, It's from 9 to 3 a.m. at Mount Zion Baptist Church. That's 1634 uh, Reverend Dr. S. McKinney Avenue, formerly 19th Avenue. Uh, And we're we're having a featured guest, the Reverend Gina C. Jacob Strand. Uh, She's from the um, American Baptist Women's Ministry. She's the executive director there.
2: Oh, wow. Now, and then, Mary, can can you share with us a little bit about uh, the lady that you brought in as the primary speaker? Can you give us some background on her?
9: Yes. Uh, Reverend Gina J. Strand uh, is from New Jersey. Uh, She is the executive director of the American Baptist Women's Ministries, and they're in King of Persia, Pennsylvania. And so she is an excellent speaker— um, she's um, let's see. She presently serves as executive director of American Baptist Women's Ministries and is a member of the National Executive Council for American Baptist Churches USA. Uh, she's also American Baptist Women's Ministries is a Christ-centered ministry and which encourages and empowers women, young women, and girls to serve God and to lead in their churches. And communities and beyond. Uh, she addresses immigration, cross cultural relationships, intergenerational mentoring, economic empowerment, domestic violence, and sex trafficking.
2: Oh wow! Well, you
9: she's pretty sharp.
2: Now, now you're going to have a number of workshops as well. Can you share with the listenership some of the workshops?
9: Yes, we're also we're working on having a workshop on. Um, They're all empowering women, and one workshop is Sisters Seeking Wholeness, and uh, that's going to actually be our theme for all of next year. It's going to start October 5th under American Baptist Women, and we thought we'd get a little jump start on it at our uh, uh, event on the 21st, since it's so close to, to October, but that's going to be all next year we'll be working on sisters seeking wholeness so that's one of our workshops the other one is on aged uh and that's going to be brenda charles Edwards. she's going to do that workshop because so many of us are having to take care of our elderly parents at this time we've reached the age where our parents are in their 90s and so forth and so we thought it would be great to help women learn how to uh, care for their parents and especially like we have seniors at our churches that are reaching their 90s and so forth, and we love them. They've worked so hard through the years, and so we thought that uh, something on ages would, would, would work there as well.
2: So now that program on ages with uh, Sister Edwards, that program on ages is also going to talk about certain ways that we can assist those seniors, because I know it's very, very tough when you look at the Medicaid, Medicare uh, you looked at assisted family living. So are we also going to be trying to bring in some service providers just to get get a better feel for how we can approach that? Because that's a serious issue out here now.
9: Yes, it is. Well, you'll have to talk with Brenda. I don't want to give away all of her uh, <laughs> all of her strategies. And I'm not exactly sure which one she's, she'll be using at this time. Uh, she does have an article in the newspaper, and she's very versed at this. So. Uh, I'm going to let her, you know, let you know what all that's going to be
2: about. Yeah, and and Reverend Doctor Phyllis Beaumonti, she's going to be doing women's uh, wholeness. Yeah. And and so, how do we define that? So, I, if I can put my arms around it, how do what will that workshop consist of?
9: Well, uh, like I said, it, I can give you some details on it. I can't give you because I haven't seen. She hasn't really given me everything that she's going to be speaking on.
0: We can talk to her next week. Okay, yes.
9: Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's coming from John 5, 6, and this, that reads this way. When Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in his, this condition for a long time, he asked him, do you want to get well? So it's a partially about women working on themselves and healing themselves and knowing how to, to maneuver through different situations in a godly fashion to help themselves.
2: Well, I think what's fantastic, there's a continental breakfast. Also, you're going to be serving lunch. And uh, what's the registration fee, and how can people go about contacting, contacting you or the church to get involved?
9: Yes, you can, if you're interested in registering, you can send your check or money order to the church um, made out to Mount Zion Women's Ministry, uh, and they will sign you up on the, on the registration list. And so when you come, we'll have your name on the list already. That will work just fine for us.
2: Okay, now i got to ask, now who's singing? Are you singing, Mary?
9: Oh, no, I'm not singing. Oh, you're <laughs> we're, we're, we're still working on that, so we'll let you know.
0: <laughs> okay, Mary, we'll, oh, we'll have somebody you. else on again next week. Thank you for the time today, and thank you for all the work you're doing in the church and in the yes. community.
9: All right, thank you so much for calling us. All
0: right. All right. Okay, before we check out, I want to let folks know that Urban Forum Northwest is brought to you by the Port of Seattle's Office of Social Responsibility. As a matter of fact, talking about the Port of Seattle, Hayward, uh, they have the new Director of Equity and Inclusion. uh, Bukta Ghisar is the Senior Director of Equity, Diversity, and Inclusion. They had one meeting that was uh, held on Wednesday at El Centro de la Raza, and these were community outreach meetings. Thursday they will be having a meeting uh, the 19th uh, from 12 to 1.30 p.m. at the Lee House, which is at 7315 uh, 39th Avenue South. And uh, I guess you can also call Luis Navarro, who's coordinating this information, award-winning Luis Navarro, award-winning, at 206-787-7113. And Luis can give you the rest of the information that we need. And then also Sound Transit Small Business Development Labor Compliance Office, the City of Seattle's Purchase and Construction Offices with Liz Alzir, Concourse Concessions, and Dave Pukahara, SeaTac Bar Group, LLC with Jerry Whitsett and Ron O'Neill, Solstice Media, Stephanie Ogle does our website. And uh, what is the next big meeting coming up? Tuesday, Martin Luther King Organizing Coalition. we be meeting at Langston Hughes. 6.30. And 6.30, so... Hopefully, if you want to get involved this year, be there or be square. There you go. Okay. So are we out of time, Eric? Well, Eric says we're out of time, so we can go ahead and get on out of here. Thank you. Have a safe trip
2: now.